here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. to meet and dom was one of them i'm yeah. like shrek i don't like to leave the swamp He's, I feel you. <laughs> that's a great all right so let me pause this so we can do proper introductions we are live on youtube now welcome back to fantasy te for all of our loyal viewers and listeners uh thank you guys for tuning in on a special tuesday night because we were supposed to have football on tuesday night but we aren't having football on tuesday night we're having it tomorrow in the afternoon which whatever we're not gonna we're not gonna cheat you from fantasy t we're not going to cheat you from the show any longer than you already have to be so welcome back my name is nick masick i'm your host bottom uh you've got your co-host uh one of the regular co-hosts lonnie cox and joining the show for the first time upper left hand corner if you're viewing uh special guest the host of dom's trivia which you can catch all over and we're gonna hear about that also the host of the american legion show in riviera beach which i did last saturday and most notoriously known for being the host at Swampgrass Willies. <laughs> Swampgrass Willies Thursday Night Comedy. Please welcome Dom Nessie to the show. Dom, thank you for coming out. Thank you for joining Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk about my fantasies. <laughs> We've been trying to get Dom on the show for trying to get him in the league forever. We've been trying to get him on the show forever. I didn't know how to work the computer, the Zoom. <laughs> I got it now. I'm ready. <laughs> so before we get into anything else, is there, um, Lonnie, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've never been, you've never had the pleasure of gracing the stage at Swampgrass Willies. Am I no, right? but I've heard, I've heard wonderful things. <laughs> it is a beautiful stage. It's an yeah. awesome stage. It's a, you've got a great sound system now. It's, a, it's all been renovated and upgraded and there's no smoking inside anymore. And that's as much promo as they're getting out of me on this. Well, show. all I need to hear is that there's there's no smoking inside anymore. That when I hear that about a venue, it's like, ah, uh, I know exactly. Oh, I know. It brings me back to so the Nippers days. It. Yeah. And it tells you so much about the place, also yes. in one sentence. There's no more smoking allowed recently. Sure. <laughs> it says so much about <laughs> this wonderful. It's like I, I know I now know exactly what the patrons look like. I don't have to guess. I know who there they voted smoking. for. Yeah, there was smoking in there in 2020 at one point. So it's right. very recent. <laughs> Dude, I actually think, Lonnie, at some point, you, we should make a, a fucking pilgrimage is really what it is when you go up to Swampgrass, especially if you're coming from Miami, uh, because it is it has that kind of mystique and aura about it. But <laughs> they would, time. I'm going to say, I would go out on a limb here and say they would love you at Swampgrass. Am I right, Dom? Like, he looks like we would love him. Well, yeah, they look like they'd love him. <laughs> yes, they <look> <laughs> You look like them. They'd be like, this is one of ours. He's one of them. Right. Ours. I don't know if they'd love all my Jewish jokes, though. <laughs> oh, they would. They would. <laughs> is it? I haven't been to Swamp recently. It's not since the reopening. No, it's a very, it's a, it's awesome, man. They accept everything, everybody. Cool. They, yeah. Where is they get a little crazy That's during a little the north of uh, I think it's West Palm, right? Yeah, it's north. It's, Where uh, is it? Exactly. Palm Beach Gardens. Okay. Yeah, it's off of North Lake Boulevard in, uh, yeah. You know, it's it's north. It's right right below Jupiter. Sure. It's up there. It, it feels like you're really, really far away, even for me. It does. It does. <laughs> but I like it. It's fun. It's a good time. All right. Uh, so did you guys well, – uh, welcome back from Thanksgiving break. How was Thanksgiving? Did you guys enjoy your Thanksgivings? Oh, yeah. Delicious. Yeah? Anything good? What did you guys do? Anything special? Yeah. No, Family, just... turkey, football. Right. 
It was amazing, right? It was my favorite holiday of all holidays because there's no presents. You don't have to dress up for anything. Uh, the food is amazing and there's football on all day. Like there's mm -hmm. check all the boxes. And um, I actually, I have, I have since, since I don't live close to my family anymore, it's been years. So I developed a strategy year, like a number of years ago, I started cooking because I like to cook. I like the whole thing. I want my mom's stuffing. I want my dad's sweet potatoes. I want, you know, the apple pie. I want everything. And I want to eat it for like a week and a half. Like I eat leftovers. So I cook but I cook on Wednesday because my schedule has always worked out. I had a weird schedule in Key West. I, I always had Wednesday off, Wednesday and Thursday. I do all the cooking on Wednesday. So on Thursday, I can just relax and eat mm. and watch football. And it's amazing. It's a good move. It is. It's heady play. Heady yeah, play. I'm telling you, man, it worked out. It's worked out well. And I'm of the opinion personally, like I don't, I do one of the most, the most important ingredient is the stuffing. I got to have my mom's oh. homemade style can't get the box stuffing. And, and in my opinion, if you're not making enough stuffing where you might need to buy more Turkey at some point, it's not enough. Like that's <laughs> like, you need to have so much. You're like, wow, what are we going to do with all this leftover stuffing after everything else is gone? Yeah. That was my thing. Steph, is I had my, like my neighbor came over and ate some of my food and that's, I didn't have like people and stuff. Um, all right, let's talk, let's talk fantasy. Uh, first, Dom, fill us in. We need to know, cause you're not, for, for those loyal viewers. By the way, loyal viewers, uh, guys who are watching potentially right now, feel free to write in questions as always. We will do our best. We're gonna answer your questions, give you the best advice we can. Uh, so by all means, if you write something into the chat on, the, uh, on our YouTube page, we can see that as we're watching, as we're uh, online and we can talk to you. Now, Dom, Dom is not in our league. He's not in the dick. So I'll give really good advice. Because so, I'm not, yeah, if I in your league, I might, I might try to throw you a curveball. We want you, by the way, we want to get Dom in the league. You're, you're at the top of my list and have been for two years. We have every intention of bringing you into the fold next year. I'm um, the Antonio Brown of fantasy football. I'm like, I have all the opportunities. <laughs> I just, I'm just too crazy. <laughs> no, no, I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it next year. Next year, you're going to get in. We got And we have a couple other add-ons that are going to be real nice additions to the league, I think. So. Very cool. So tell us about your leagues right now. Tell us what's going on in your, your fantasy world. I'm in, I'm in two leagues right now, and it's it's the tale of, of two leagues. Uh, I'm, I'm killing one. You know, I'm, I'm about to be 10-2 and two after tomorrow because I'm already up 20, and I got Pittsburgh's defense. And uh, in the other league – I think I'm I'm three and th I'm not good. I'm probably in the bottom. I'm in the I'm not making the playoffs. That one it was a it was a fifty dollar waste. All right, okay. I'm in I'm in the bigger money one, so that's good. All right, all right, I'm, all right. I'm winning it, but I'm but I'm scared of that first place curse. You know, I'm, I'm in first all year long. They they never win. They never win in the playoffs. Something happens. Lonnie, do you want to weigh in? I know. <laughs> well, hopefully, maybe I'll lose. I'll lose. I'm gonna probably lose today. So I'm hoping I get this loss out of the way, out of the way, and then I go on my run. But most likely, I'm going to lose in the first in the first round. But I'm I'm hoping for that first round bye. So last year, same. That's what happened to Lonnie. You were the first. Are you were you the number one overall seed last year, Lonnie? No, I I did not have the first round. I lost to Rob, who was the that's last right. seed in that's, the first week. That's right. So Lonnie yeah. was one of the top teams all all year last year. Knocked out first round. Didn't even place. Um, right. This year, first place. Uh, pretty much most of the season. The whole year, yeah. I mean, he's he's dominating similar to your other league. Yeah, I've only lost to you, and now I'm probably going to lose to Vital, and then I lost to Steve on another on another week. But Which, me and Vital are 
are have, are in the basement. But our league is very – we have a lot of parity in our league. Right now, going into this past week, we had five – there's a 10-team league. We had five teams at four and seven, all oh, tied wow. for last place. One of those teams is going to make the playoffs guaranteed. So it – the drama was built has been building towards the end of the season, and and even still, I don't know what's who's going to win out. I don't right. even think, no, I don't even think somebody has to one of those four and seven. Teams, <laughs> I think it's going to be a five and eight team. I don't think any of the four and seven teams are going to oh, win. Right. Honestly, we they got to play each other, right? <laughs> not no, not not consecutively. There's not. Oh it, wow. I mean, there's yeah. It the way it's spread out, we're probably going to end up with a five and eight team in the playoffs wow. again this year. Um, and I'm hoping it's going to be me because so I, Lonnie, so I, I beat Lonnie, the best team in the league. I have the fourth highest scoring team in our league. I have the most points scored against. Oh, wow. Once again, six out of my 12 matchups. I looked at it six out of 12. I played either the, the first or second highest scoring team that week. I've had those years. I remember that. It feels like it's every year, but this year I don't think that's happening to me. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing okay. It's been rough. And even though I've been scoring so much, our so here's the problem. Our tiebreaker scenario is head-to-head uh, -head matchups first. We don't do point totals. That's the that's secondary. So our our uh, our tiebreaker situation's really convoluted right now. I have no idea like what the scenario is. It's like the NFL. You're like, I need this team to win and two other teams to lose. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know Rob was going to make the playoffs last year. I didn't even know he could going into the last week of the season. And it's going to kind of be the same situation going into this year. So, or this, this next week. So, but what I do need, I definitely need Lonnie. I want, I don't need, I can lose this week. And so I really want you to be the towel this week. That will help me dramatically. Chase Claypool. All I need, I need 21 points tonight. It's not, it's not on pocket possible. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yes. Right, right, right. At no, afternoon. <laughs> afternoon. It, yeah. Do you guys know why? Do you guys know why the 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 three thirty? It's at three thirty and not at night. I what saw it, it, but remind me, what was it? It's I I, it, I believe it has something to do with uh, NBC or whoever's broadcasting the game refused to move the tree lighting ceremony for Thirty Rock. <laughs> That's it. It's the and it's the it's not just some random. It's the Rockefeller Center tree. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's the, the Rockefeller Center. It's Dolly Parton is performing. I think a lot goes, a lot goes into lighting that damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's a it's a big event. It's like it's America's big. Christmas tree. You know, <laughs> it's it's a bigger deal than the Ravens playing the Steelers. Sure, that that <laughs> got postponed because the Ravens don't know how to fucking act. Oh man, we're blaming the Ravens. I'm I'm on board with that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so anyway, Dom, uh, a couple other things about our league that you may or may not, I don't know if you remember or saw the video footage. So if you're going to get in next year, we also have a last place penalty. That's pretty severe. Um, it's a, well, last year's five minute knock, knock set at an open mic. <laughs> Just knock, knock jokes, five minutes set. Warren Scott did it at robot and crushed like just <laughs> five minutes of knock fired uh, we do yeah he, he's a knock knock comedian now so that's, he changed, <laughs> changed his life um not a friend of the show by the way warren scott has not been on the show yet so <laughs> he hasn't actually joined us yet um but we do we do and it's not just uh it's not a regular season last place we do a last a bottom tier 
playoff. So we do a loser's bracket playoff. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because you might have a big tie there, four and uh, you know, nine. Yep. No, no. We So we play it all the way through. Uh, and what it does is it, it keeps the teams at the bottom really scrapping to try to continually improve their team. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going into this. I might be in the loser's bracket. I'm still trying to, like, waiver wire guys, field the best possible team, because I don't want that. This year's last place penalty is going to be a five-minute spoken word poem. Yeah. <laughs> so – so anyway, that's what you have to look forward to if you join the league next year. Um, let's see. What else do we have to talk? Uh, Sorry, that's my kid. All right, that's enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, so listen to this. So I'm in two other leagues besides the Comedians League, and I'm doing really well. I'm, high, I'm, I'm actually the highest scoring team in both of those leagues. Uh, so I'm having a decent year. I'm in first place in one. Nice. The other one, I'm, I might miss the playoffs because, once again, I'm like second most in points against – but oh man, yeah, yeah, it's it's dicey. But this week, one of our commission, the commissioner in one of those leagues, and he's like, we've been talking about this on the show. He's super shady. Like he he played, he was the guy as a commissioner of his league who played Taysom Hill at tight end last or two weeks ago. Like, oh, like, he's just super super shady. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, this past week, he decided to reverse the previous. Um, precedent that was set earlier in the year and he decided to do contingencies for the Steelers Ravens game but he only gave us nine minutes notice before the game started oh. <laughs> he's like okay now you can pick you, have, you can pick a player that if your Steelers player doesn't play that counts for those points I was like what right before the game started at one o'clock yeah and it was at 12 51 I was like, so nine minutes to pick her. like this is I mean this is ridiculous so wait explain that to me so like you could pick a player who had already played well no so be, it was extra fucked up because of Thanksgiving because there were two games that happened on Thanksgiving no. so, so in, initially he was like a player that you would have played had you known that the Steelers game wasn't going to happen in case it doesn't happen but we had to designate that player in the nine minute span that he gave us before the game started. But, but like, wouldn't you have already been able to do that? Wouldn't you have already been able to switch out the player? Not switch him out. Like I have Deontay Johnson in my lineup, right? If Deontay Johnson, if the game doesn't happen tomorrow night or those points for some reason, don't end up counting towards this week because we didn't know what Uh was going to happen on Sunday. I designated David Montgomery for those points. Uh, I see. I see. So you could, it would like flip. Like if he Retro doesn't play, active. then he, he... Play. now turns okay. out David Montgomery would have been a better play anyway. Probably. I don't know. Mm. I would have won with David Montgomery. I don't know what's going to happen with Deontay Johnson. Yeah. I would have won with Amari <laughs> Cooper too. Yeah. I don't know why I best I benched him. And that, so that exact scenario came up yesterday when we thought the points weren't going to count or we didn't know what was going to happen. ESPN hadn't made a ruling yet. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to, and it made the difference between a win and a loss for a team that was like five and six and on the bubble. He's like, you know what? This guy probably would have played Cooper if we had decided this on Thursday. So I'm just going to give him Cooper's points if it happens. The whole thing was really <laughs> very poorly handled, like super corrupt commissioner kind of behavior. And earlier in the season, when we were worried about like the Bills Titans game, he didn't give us that option. I had a Bills player and a Titans player. I think I benched both of them. Uh, or I benched <laughs> one of them. And I don't even know. I have to look back at that because I might try to get those points back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you're like you're changing a precedent mid-season on a whim with nine minutes to go 
before the game start. It was ridiculous. It was terrible. So yeah, that happened in that league. That league, I pay fifty dollars a year to be in that league, partly because three of my cousins are in it, but also just to see the fucked up shit that the commissioner does. Because this is mm-hmm. <laughs> entertainment value. Hey, it's just yeah. There's always something where people are like, "What are you? You can't do that. That's absurd." Um, so yeah, it's on a, almost on a weekly basis. All right, let's get into some news, some football news. Dom, do you want to talk about your Jets at all? I see you got your Jets helmet on. I'm, I'm okay. Oh, yeah, I'm just really excited. I think they're about to turn it around this year. <laughs> like a late-season playoff push. There's a chance. You're telling me I'm there's just, a chance. I'm just saying, we got rid of that selfish bastard, Le'Veon Bell, who was, all he did was, you know, be awesome, and we screwed up his entire right. career pretty much, probably. I'll tell you this, and I mean this. I thought about it. Gase is the worst thing to happen to the New York Jets since the terrorists. Gert. And I mean that. <laughs> I mean, Gaze is one of the worst things to happen in the NFL. I'm genuinely shocked that that guy is still employed. It is. He's a special. It is unbelievable. I mean, apparently people hate him. Like, the players that play for him. I I did hate him. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, you better not screw this up and win a game. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They might pull a Philadelphia Eagles and win the last three games of the season and you miss out on Trevor Lawrence or something. Oh, God. That That sounds very jetty. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's so disliked as a coach that they could literally fire him and then hire one of the other coaches that just got fired, like Matt Patricia or somebody, Matt Patricia, and the Jets yeah. would be happy about it. They'd be like, this is a good right. one. Like I, I got to tell you, I think, the, um, I think the Jets are keeping him around right now. I've heard this, too, that ownership is keeping him around because he is so hated, and if they get rid of him, all the attention is going to go right up the ladder to them. So they're just mm. kind of using him as a meat shield, you mm. know, like Interesting. Sure. just keeping him from getting yeah, all that, yeah. everything. Because right now there's a face to the hate. To the hate. It's right. Gage. Sure. If we get rid and of it's Gage, also, we hate it's also a uni- probably a unifying force in the locker room for anything. If anything like to yeah. cling on, it's like we can just all hate. Like we can be a team hating our coach. You know, that, that reminds me, when I used to live in Hawaii, there's a Hawaiian tradition when you're at, a, at like a barbecue or a luau where they take some of the like some of the meat and the food and they throw it off to the side so that it attracts all the flies. Mm. <laughs> That's Adam Gase. He's just. Yes. <laughs> so they don't bother anybody else. That's I like it. OK. All right. Well, your Jets suck. Um, my Patriots aren't out of it yet. We just got another win last week. I was pretty excited about that. Oh, you guys are out of it. Come on. Dude, we just took care of the business against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals are a legit playoff team. They are. They are. But they're not. They're not. I mean, just, that's enough. Okay. It's over. It's over. Not over yet. It's not over yet. I stole my childhood. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Just seeing. Where... <laughs> I was 16 years old. All right, and uh, fucking Mo Lewis crushes Drew Bledsoe, and I'm dancing. I'm all excited because yeah. some guy I never heard of is coming in to play quarterback. And this is back when the AFC East was fun. I remember. Anybody yeah. could win. Sure, yeah, yeah. The Wayne and then Tom day. Brady comes in, and we won that game. By the way, yeah, you did. Tom Brady's first appearance. Yep, I watched that game. I was by the Jets. Mm-hmm. And then um. And then the next 20 years happen, and now it's over, okay? so <laughs> Now you're hoping for Trevor Lawrence. Now we'll get Trevor Lawrence. The Dolphins will have Tua. We'll fight, and, you got, and you'll suck, and 
I don't know, man. That's actually pretty cool. Six championships out of it. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a pretty. It worked. It worked. You won more than a quarter of the freaking two decades. <laughs> been a good couple of years and then you guys remember that drew bledsoe came to the cowboys oh, and yeah. then he did the exact same thing with nobody Tony remembers Rock. anything but tom brady after that <laughs> i remember he went to buffalo too for a while but nobody remembers he went to i think he went to buffalo after new england and right. then buffalo came to dallas two years i think or a year or two and then dallas. yeah i loved by the way i loved tony romo he's one of my oh favorites. dude how could you hate him i loved him i loved watching him play he was to me he was like who's that bledsoe no, Tony Romo. Romo. Oh, Tony Romo. Romo. Tony Romo was fun. He was good. Oh, dude, I loved him so he much. Was, he was Brett Favre Jr. in my yeah. opinion. He was, that was him. He was just like, the, he was lovable. He was exciting. He made unbelievable throws. Like, sure. I mean, he was a gunslinger. Was so gunslinger. accurate. He and he, so had the, accurate. he had the fastest release in the NFL. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was so, he's so athletic. You know, I don't know if you guys know, but Tony Romo is like one of the best golfers in the world. Yeah. He's like, he's like really good at basketball. He's a great broadcaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Him broadcasting games. It's like special, especially when he gets the, I'm a Cowboys fan. When he, when he calls a Cowboys game, you really like he's Tony Romo the broadcaster so is better than Tony Romo the quarterback. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. And Tony Romo the quarterback wasn't bad. No, he was really good. They should have won a lot more than they did. Yeah, they got oh, don't get me started. I know, I know. I won't. I won't. So right now, um, we should have been the fucking Patriots. Yeah. Like we were well, we were the Patriots in the 90s. You should Like we were that that team of the 90s and then you guys became the teams of the 2000s and the 2010s, but I don't know about the page. I think maybe the Packers, like one or two Super Bowls, excellence throughout, like deep playoff runs. That's who you should have been. You should have been one, like the sure, Seahawks, right? You know, like I don't know, two decades. Yeah, the Seahawks is a perfect example. One Seahawks, Super Bowl and mm-hmm. getting close. Like win you know? one, lose one, maybe. Like that was that was what I expected from the Romo years, and it just never paid paid dividends. So there's some firemen literally rescuing a cat off my roof right now. I don't know if you can hear clutter or whatever. <laughs> They're like, they were, yeah, I don't know what's going on. There's a cat that's been... How stuck. do you know it's a cat? How are you yeah. so in tune with the situation? You put the cat on the roof. All day, dude. It's been, totally is. There's been a cat sitting over my door all day long, like since I first went up and walked my dog this morning. So and it's a big cat too. It's like kind of looks... I, I was surprised it was feral. Somebody was like, that's a feral. I'm like, that cat looks pretty good for a feral cat. Like, I think he's been... Yeah. There's a lot of ducks around, a lot of ducklings. I think it's. Well, I was gonna say maybe you live behind a restaurant. No, no, no. There's there's just a lot of small waterfowl walking around mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So that cat looks well. <laughs> um, big cat. I think my dog might even be scared of that cat. Uh, let's get in some news for the week. Um, now that we shit on the Jets appropriately, and um, this is probably one of the <laughs> one of the things that's kind of flown under the radar. Was and it, people are starting to talk about. It, but the, did you guys hear about the 49ers? They're what happened? the 49ers are playing their next two games at least in the Arizona Cardinals Stadium. Yes, they did I hear that. that. Right, hear just, that. like that's I've never heard of anything like this before. Now there's a lot of unprecedented things, but uh, it was a county mandate uh, for Santa Clarita County that no contact sports be played for the next three weeks. And right. That applies to the NFL as well. So, you know, the only thing I can think of that's kind of similar is when the New Orleans Hornets couldn't play in New Orleans and they had to go to Oklahoma City. Sure. Um, and then, then Oklahoma City was like, oh, we can support an NBA franchise. So right. it's a shame that they didn't go to some other city to, yeah. like, test it out, you know? Yeah, that, yeah like that the, is... the Toronto Raptors are doing that right now. I think they're in Tampa, I think, Tampa. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
which uh, and they're they're gonna play in Tampa because of restrictions for the the next season uh, crossing. And it's really I think it has more to do with Canada than us. I think it's like international travel well, is the is the thing. What it is is Canadians don't want stupid Americans coming in and over their borders. I think sure people they don't want contact with America because we've been so bad about the virus and whatever. Um, right, that, and that may not last the whole season depending on how the you know vaccine goes and stuff because you know you can imagine that the millionaires of the nba are going to be the first to get the vaccine probably yeah although those guys are going to be paying i don't know how the taxes are going to work but i know the tax structure is way more in favor of them in florida than it is in toronto for sure but you know they pay taxes everywhere they play anyway so yeah yeah um but anyway so that's going to be really interesting especially because it's a division rival um they're literally sharing the stadium with their close you think the, you think the cardinals are going to sabotage the locker room and stuff <laughs> I, was wondering, I, was like, yeah. I was picturing i'm thinking that like yeah like like old school high school fucking stick gum on this you know ain't the walls pink <laughs> you guys ever hear about that Just fuck with them. I think did great. you guys ever hear about that penn state used to paint the, the locker room the opposing locker room pink and they did studies about it and seeing that color would reduce reaction time by 20 percent 20 percent yeah it had a real effect on Jesus opposing teams yeah that was like back in the 60s 70s it was a long time ago but they, they used to do shit like that that's awesome that's fine that's why pussy ruins with careers <laughs> 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 i'm just kidding i've never seen one yeah <laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah, that's an interesting um, development, man. Niners playing in the Cardinal Stadium for at least two weeks. Um, did you guys watch the uh, the game without quarterbacks this week? The Saints versus the Broncos. I didn't see it, but I, I kept checking the score, and it was it went exactly how I imagined it would go. I watched a little bit of it. Wow, it was ugly. It was one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. I mean, dude, it's imagine you're selling cars a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever he was doing, selling something. I know he was in sales. And then you're trying to play in the NFL. They, I don't know if you saw, but they wanted to start their offensive quality control coach, but the NFL wouldn't let them do it. For real? Yeah, they wanted to start their their quality control coach, um, but the NFL wouldn't like they wouldn't give them the exemption. Uh, yes, yeah, so, stepped down and played. Yeah, I mean, they, they. I don't think they would have would have let them, but that would have been hilarious, right? <laughs> I would. I mean, like they got Elway. He's he's there. <laughs> like he probably would have done. He definitely would have done better. I'm sure he had Elway and Peyton Manning. Like I, know. Uh, I don't know if Elway. I mean, what Elway's 55 years old. I don't know if he's doing better. He's definitely 100. percent He probably would have been really hurt. Like I'm sure. Yeah, Elway's gonna die in the first quarter. Like he's not. But you know, he, but I guarantee you, Elway completes more than one pass. I promise you that. Like, sure. One or two quick throws, slants, whatever. He's tall. He's still probably got a better arm than that dude even today. Like, but he also probably has no idea what the offense is. You know, I think we overestimate, like we underestimate what it means to be an NFL player, you know? So you, you really, really saw yesterday for all those guys out there. You know, there's a saying uh, that any, anybody that can play quarterback is playing quarterback. Have you ever guys ever heard that before? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, there's no, there's no guy on the street except for like, Luck. But yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, but like, there's no guy. You know, like Kurt Warner was the was the guy. Right at one point, he was bagging groceries. But yeah. you know, there's no guys like on the street that can just hop in and play NFL quarterback. No, it's one of those few positions in all professional sports that it's that you you're not good at it. If you're good at it at that level, you're doing it. So yeah. and there's, uh, there's and we saw that. Right. And there's less than 32 guys in yeah. the world at any given time uh, of a certain age, obviously, 
who can do it uh, with efficiency at a high level. Because there's just not a, there's never 32 good quarterbacks starting in the league. Ever. No, it's just at 20, like you got 20 guys in the world at any given time who are capable starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And yeah. that is, that is about all you get. But I will say this, John Elway is one of the greatest of all time. One of the greatest arm talents of all time as For well. Sure. So I'm still going to say, go out on a limb and say he would have been better than that dude. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> um, whatever it was, one completion, Elway's getting more than that in the first quarter i would i mean the poor guy did you see i mean he's oh, what 100 and 180 pounds at the most yeah. i mean maybe 510 i mean he doesn't a guy like that doesn't stand a chance no it was terrible it was the worst thing ever you know i i find a little bit suspect because the week before if you guys remember the saints defense destroyed matt ryan destroyed Matt Ryan. He had negative points. I played against him in two leagues. It was amazing. <laughs> Fucking annihilated him. Then the next week, all of a sudden, all of the Denver quarterbacks were like, oh, I may have COVID. I don't know. I, I'm just – I don't feel good. Like all of them were like, nah, I'm not going to play against the Saints. We're just going to like that guy. Fucking eat shit. Yeah. They're the only ones on the team too. Just the fucking quarterbacks. It was like, sure, yeah, it was only in that room. Yeah, no, let's not play against the Saints. That looks and what was it? It was like one of their coaches had it and they weren't wearing masks or something yeah, like that? Something like that, I think. I don't yeah. Know. It was, yeah, it was a very, like, minuscule kind of thing. Um, so. I know it was protocol that the NFL wouldn't yeah. allow them to play because they no, weren't wearing masks. It was. I'm being – I'm just – Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> they blew their chance. I, Dan Orlovsky had a – had a, so bad that the next week's quarterback was – like, <laughs> 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 They don't look that intimidating, are they? <laughs> So we got, we got a couple write-ins already. We got ISO only. What's good, boys? Please, God, let the Steelers-Ravens play. I'm down one point right now. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm assuming he has a Steeler or a Raven oh. in the game. They're going to play. Uh, they're going to play. This oh, guy, yeah, I think that game is going to happen. They've shown us they will not cancel this game. No, no they're not canceling that game. I don't think they're going to cancel. I just hope your player doesn't go out. There are players coming back in, though, now. Like, they're saying that uh, Mark Ingram and J.K. Uh, Dobbins. Yeah, yeah. It's only uh, Lamar Jackson's out still. Yeah, they're trending in the right direction. But, man, I hope <laughs> one point. That would be really – that would be like the Who's, I wonder. I wonder who the player is. Tell us who – ISO only, who you got. Um this better be a fucking good game after all this. <laughs> it's not. It's going to be shit. It's not. RG3 is starting, I think, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but no, it's going to be a block. Like good against the Dolphins last year in that week one debacle. I mean, RG3 is still RG3, man. Yeah, I mean, exactly. again, he's still he's still a gangster. Oh, the turd. Yeah. Steve Lamb's writing in. Steve Lamb, friend of the show. Steve's been one of the guests. I think he's been on the show three or four times now. Apparently, he's watching us. He says, hello, boys. My weekend was screwed. Yeah, Steve, Steve benched a couple of the guys in the game, but but Steve's in good shape. Don't worry about Steve. Don't feel bad for him because he's probably – he's in the driver's seat to get a first-round bye right now. Oh. Uh, he's probably going to be – No, he's not. No, he's yeah, not. He's, he has the tiebreaker over Cam. I, are there two first-round buys or just one? Two. You're going to get one. Oh, okay, okay. okay and okay. Steve – I thought you said he was going to steal it from me. Nobody's no, stealing no, no, it from no. me. Two I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. The, he's probably going to be the number two seed if he wins next week over the title. Right. I hope he does because I need I need the title to lose next week or lose this week. Um, ISO says I have Deontay Johnson. My opponent has Steelers D. That actually could depending on how your defensive score. He's down one point. That could be. Well, it, that starts. Is, he'll be down eleven. Yeah. And he needs Deontay Johnson. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's going to win that one. Well, he's down by one right now that he needs him to play. And hopefully, I mean, that's still going to be an interesting matchup. 
Can't win if they don't play, though. Um, That's true. That's very true. Steve says, lighten up, Lonnie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, ISO says, I was only up 26 last night, but DK said otherwise. Yeah, I got fucked by DK Metcalf, too. I've got DK in my my good league. You know who else I have? Will Fuller. Who just got suspended for the rest of the year? My God, I just fucking spit it on the computer. Look at that. This is a good thing. This isn't interactive. But I hope I did not fucking ruin my computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Will Fuller gave me a Thanksgiving miracle, and then he gave me a Christmas nightmare. Oh, yeah, Will Fuller is uh, really fucked me over. I'm playing against him this week, and he well, really. Well, the good news is I didn't trade him because I almost I thought about it earlier in the year because I have. <laughs> DK Metcalf, I have Robert Woods, and I have Thielen from the Vikings. Mm. And I even I even uh, picked up that T. Higgins from Cincinnati, which now I guess yeah. is on, so that might not be worth it. But, yeah, I'm losing Will Fuller, so I've still got those three, you know, Metcalf, Woods, yeah. and um, Thielen. But Thielen I lost last week because of COVID. Yeah. So, like, you know, now I'm down to those three only, and, I mean, I'm it's the, it's the, it's the curse of first place, you know. I've been first all year long, and now it's starting to fall. Now it's getting shaky. Yeah. That was a great pickup for me, though. Early in the year, I picked up the Robinson running back from Jacksonville. Dude, mm, yeah. Me he's he's probably the pickup of the year. Pickup of the year. We said it a couple episodes ago. Uh, yeah. I got him. I had McCaffrey in our league also. So he, like, I've been fucked with that. Oh, I did get yeah. Robinson. He has adequately filled in. Nobody else has. I also had well, get this. In my league where I'm, I'm kicking ass, I even have Russell Wilson as my quarterback, which was amazing the first freaking eight games. Same as last year, beginning of the league. Always. I'm so so far and beyond the best team right now. And the craziest part about it, I had the second pick in the draft, and I signed on too late. Now, granted, I would have taken Elliott, which he's not the greatest, but I took Barkley. And Barkley, I lost him in the first or second game. But you replaced him with Robinson, which has been great. So you, oh, yeah. absolutely. And I have Carson as well, but you know, he's in and out, but they're, they're good running backs. I mean, I, I'm, that's the thing is my problem isn't talent. I got, I got the best players. It's just now it's looking at health. Like, like they, I need them to stay healthy through the end of this year. I would consider based on last year and also the last couple of games, I would consider benching Russ. Russell Wilson is he, like, I have Tannehill as the backup. So it's, it's debatable. Russ doesn't they run the ball. Like late in the season, they're going to be running. They've you've already seen it, man. They're running the ball more. He's not throwing. He's just like he holds on to it. He had the same slide last year. Like he got me into the playoffs, and then in the no, I don't know if you got. Well, I won. I won one of my leagues, a different league, last year with Tannehill because I picked him up halfway through the year. So he if I have out. to, if I have to, I have Tannehill as my backup right now. So mm-hmm. might win me another one. Uh, let's see. ISO's writing in a couple more. He says, come on, guys, have faith in Deontay. Dude, I need Deontay, too. I got him in two of my leagues. Like, I need him to have a big game so I can make the playoffs in one of my leagues. Uh, the other one, it doesn't matter. I'm already in first place. Um, back-to-back 23-point games. I know Deontay Johnson's been a stud, dude. He was a fucking steal in the draft if you got him third, fourth round, which I think is where I got him. He's been lights out second half of the year. Uh, Texans fan, how imagine how I feel. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Will Fuller was having a great year. DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, the matter of uh, less than a year. You know what? I, at least we now know why Will Fuller was having a career year. I mean, like he was, <laughs> he was on steroids all the time. Yeah, <laughs> great all year. Uh, that's probably the best he'll ever play. Um, let's see what else. That was that, like career highs in, in every uh, stat. Everything. Yep. <clears throat> That's they're like, we need to talk to you in the office. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're doing too well. So what else we got? Uh, 
you know, eh, I don't even know. We'll we'll get to that later. But Denver, come on, like I, I we have a segment. We'll get to it later on, Dom, where we pick the lot the worst QB of the league of the week. Oh wow, that'll be it's it's fun. It's a good time. Um, but like, come on, Denver, Kaepernick's out there. You can't tell me that dude was better than fucking Kaepernick would have been walking into the game. Like, I just you can't. Right. No way. Like, I know maybe you don't win the game still, but like, come on. That guy gave you zero chance. If you're really trying to like win a game, trying to, you know, <laughs> give the guy a fucking game, whatever. Uh, I know there's a lot of other reasons not to do it. I'm sure from a team standpoint, but come on, <laughs> you would have been 10 times better than that guy. I don't even know his name. I'm not going to give him a name. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, do you guys see him? single-handedly? Unbelievable. What the fuck? 200 yards in the first quarter. I don't think I've ever seen that before in my life. No, no. They were single covering him though, which I mean, oh, there, there was a guy covering him. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, that poor guy, man. That it, it was the same guy over and over and over again. It it, it's not that they were single covering him. It's that the safety, Patrick Mahomes, on the at least the first two touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes is probably the best in the NFL looking off receivers. Aaron Rodgers is very good at this too. But you'll see, he's looking over here, looking over here, looking over here, and then doom. So the safety, he holds the safety there, and then he's just got that arm that he's yeah. able to, like, get it out in front. You know, and, as strong as an arm as Patrick Mahomes has, I don't think he can overthrow a guy like Tariq Hill. No, you know, I think Tariq Hill is so fast. He's so fast, he has to come back for everything. There's no way. Yeah. So, I think they, you know. I think they tried that in practice. He's like, throw it as far as you can, and Hill got under it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he's running, what, a 419, something like that, 418. Yeah, it's fast. One of the fastest men on planet Earth. Disturbing. So, and he can also jump like four or five feet in the air. So his catch radius yeah. is way bigger than his stature. Um, but I don't care what you're doing to look off a safety. Like no safety should be leaving Tyreek Hill. No, like, they were playing cover three. They were just not. They yeah. weren't prepared. The quarterback could be looking at the opposite end zone. If you're the fucking safety, you stay with Tyreek Hill. Like that's just. Yeah. You know, like there's no excuse for that. And they did. You know, they, uh, Tony Romo called that game and he was actually giving some pretty good insight into it. And he said that the reason that the Raiders are able to do that, were able to like keep Tyreek Hill, like keep the lid on him, is because they play him so often that they're not surprised at how fast he is. And he said that a lot of teams will come in and they'll scheme uh, for a certain way. And they, they ended up changing their scheme towards the end of the game. And I think Tariq Hill didn't have many more yards. No, they corrected it, but it was too late. After that. But you'll see, I mean, like, th- th- you're going to get surprised by a guy like Tariq Hill's speed mm-hmm. off the edge, even in the NFL. So yeah. it's very impressive to see. You don't see that often. You know what I mean? You don't see oh, yeah, yeah. something so blatantly disproportionate like that in the NFL. But then again, the talent we level. back-to-back nights with DK Metcalf. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, DK Metcalf is a freak of nature. Pretty soon you're going to start seeing him get double, triple teams. Yeah, yeah. He's he's on his way there. Although in the second half, both games, really, the teams made corrections. They made adjustments. Yeah. And they did contain those guys to the point where they, they, they you know, they gave the teams a chance to win. So credit both the Bucks and the Eagles uh, defensive back and their strategy, their scheming, because it was a little bit too little too late. But those games both got close towards the end. Um, and they did bottle those guys up after the first half. So, um, what do you think of Tom Brady and Mike Evans not getting along? Dude, Mike Evans had two touchdowns. I think they're okay. After, uh, I don't know, man. They <laughs> that that did you see them talking on the bench? I did see them talking on the bench, but after that happened, he threw two touchdowns to Mike Evans. 
I mean, sure, but the the, I, the, the, the like the production think... to me doesn't seem like the issue. The issue seems like the fact that Tom Brady does not have the stature in Tampa Bay that he did in 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 uh, Oh, I New think England. he's got the stature anywhere he wants to be. Mm, he's got. I the don't stature. think so. I definitely disagree on this. I think Tom Brady has the stature. I think every player in the league respects what he is, what he's done, what he's capable of doing. Did you ever see that in New England? Did you ever see a receiver like kind of like not interested in what Tom Brady had to say when Tom Brady came over to him? I've never seen that before. I've seen Tom Brady be the one that like gets pissed at people on the sidelines. I've seen Tom Brady be the Mike Evans. But for Mike Evans, that shows me a lot about the relationship that Tom Brady has with his receivers. And I'm like, okay, that's starting to make a little bit more sense so, with what we're seeing on the field. I think it's not the end of the world. I'm no, not saying that there's like trouble in Tampa Bay. I but what I am saying is, is I don't think that Tom Brady is commanding the, the new England Tom Brady stature that he has commanded that he, that he has in Tampa Bay. I don't know if stature is the right word, but I do think, I think that they're still getting used to him for sure. And, and you've seen it all year with Mike Evans. It's been like growing pains. They're not on the same page. And he no. wants, the thing is, Brady wants to be on the same page with Mike Evans because he knows yep. what talent he is. And you see, and that's why he's probably being extra hard on him. Maybe you saw Evans just getting a little tired of being him being hard on him. But at the same time, if, if it wasn't two touchdowns right after that interaction, I'd, I'd say, yes, I am a little bit more worried about it for Tampa Bay. But no, I'm not because I think I think yeah, Evans probably is like he's tired of Brady getting on him, but he's also not on the same page. Well, I think because Brady doesn't know the offense, I I don't think it's uh, Mike Evans not knowing what I don't you think know, again. Uh, um, what's his name was was talking about? This is why I love uh, Tony Romo so much because he was talking about it and he said that a tight end, you know, a receiver and a tight end, they're not they're not doing coverages on the same. Right. They're not reading coverages the same way. That was a so a, a receiver really knows what he's supposed to be doing. So, you know, you're seeing some of the miscues by Tom Brady. I mean, Pat, uh, Tony Roma was walking us through what was happening. Yeah. Uh, which is one, I mean, Tom Brady, I mean, uh, Tom Brady, Tony Romo, one of the best in the league right now. So oh, he's, um, he's amazing. Yeah. it was wonderful. It was really fun to watch that. And it was really such a joy. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't think, I know they're not on the same page. I don't think it's as much about Tom not knowing the offense. And I'll say this because the reason I say that is because you saw Antonio Brown go out and he didn't know the play. Brady ran out to him, told him exactly what route he was supposed to Mm. run and then ran back to the huddle. He knows that offense inside and out. It's those little nuances between like reading coverages where, And they talked about it. I think again, you saw it with Aaron Rodgers and Deont- uh, Devontae Adams. Like this is what it looks like when a quarterback and their receiver are on the same page. Sure. They don't have to talk. They see the same no, thing. No, right. And they do, and they know where the other one's going to be. And that's where they aren't there yet. Um, I think they'll get there. I don't know if they'll get there in time to make it to the Super Bowl or not. But the second half was pretty interesting, man. I mean, they made it really competitive against the chiefs. You don't see a lot of teams come back against the chiefs and the bucks came back and they only lost by three. Um, to me, I know moral victories aren't really a thing, but if you see those two teams in the super bowl, at some like if they, if it ends up being them somehow, some way, I think that game, the fact that they're going to have some confidence in being able to come back against the chiefs might play into it psychologically and scheme wise. So it was, it was an interesting game. It was, it was definitely something I watched. 
Let's go back to Thanksgiving. Lonnie, Dallas fake no. punt. No. Can <laughs> you take us through the fake punt at all? Dude, what the fuck is Mike McCarthy doing? Dude, that I was... I mean, that fake punt, if I'm not mistaken, was on the 35R35? <laughs> for nothing. Like, for no reason. Like, we were not... I don't think we were any in any danger of winning that game. It's no, like... Well, you weren't in any... We're only down by Here's one. my point. Here's my point. It's like, if you look in the book, you know, it's called the book, the like, when should we fake? When should we go for two? The book is not telling you to go for it at that point. And if you're going to go for it, listen, I am not a fan of going for it with your fucking punt team. You're going to go for it. Put go your offense it. on the team right. and fucking go for it. Throw right. the ball downfield. Don't yep. throw a screen pass. Don't hand it off in a draw play. Throw the fucking ball. Yep. Tom Brady, uh, God damn, Tony Romo used to do that. Mm-hmm. Bill Parcells used to do that. If you're going to go for fourth, Riverboat Ron, if he's going for fourth, he's going for it on fourth. Run the fucking play. Yeah. You know, I am not a fan of this, like, oh, I'm going to coach for my job. Fuck you and fuck your job. Win the game, you know? And if you're going to win the game, win the game. Yeah. So much easier for us to say that. <laughs> that was, you know, it is and it isn't. I mean, you know, like a guy like Mike McCarthy. I feel like I don't know if he's my own job when he did that fake one. <laughs> I don't understand that, man. And, you know, the Cowboys, like, this is what it's like being a Cowboys fan. I know we talked to a Houston Texans fan. Get used to it, right? You're seeing your team, like, start to get to someplace, and then and then down it goes. And this is what Texas football is like. So, you, you know, you're seeing this team who started out, I picked them to win the Super Bowl because I'm an asshole. You're seeing this team that starts okay. with so much potential. And now we're at this point in the season again for how many times in the last 10 years, eight <laughs> that we're going to end up going four and t- four and 12 or, you know, something like that. Six and 10 always underperforming fucking Cowboys. Uh, what do I think I'm about it? I think it sucked. What'd you say? Yeah. Oh, and 11. I was going to say, yeah, you're, you're preaching to the choir over here with Dom. <laughs> no, it's not the choir. It's not the choir because I have expectations. When you're a Jets fan, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, like me living with the Dolphins. Like, I, anytime the Dolphins do well, it's a surprise. I'm not expecting them to do anything. You know what I mean? The Cowboys. The Cowboys, it's like, dude, you should be in the contention every year. They talk so shit like that's, they're in I mean, that that's contention. only cowboy fans mentality. Right, right, which is insane. <laughs> no, but no, but really, like in the '90s, they did have that dynasty, and they yeah. they still they remember seeing that with their own eyes. So they expect to yes. see something like that again. As a Jets My, fan, I mean, right. we had we had like three separate years throughout the last 20, 25. Sure. You know where we well, you guys had the back to back AFC championship AFC championship years, and then you had the butt fumble. So. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you guys have had some pretty. I mean, there were some years where the, recently where the Jets were fucking great. I yeah. mean, the Bart well, Scott, Ladainian. Yeah, we, we had a good years. offense with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but that was temporary. That was a band aid. You know, no, was, it was um, uh, Mark the Shark, Mark Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. That was that was a, that was oh uh, nine in two thousand ten. Yeah, that was, that's the that's the years I'm thinking. Years Julian Green and um, Santonio San Holmes. That was yeah. ten years ago. That's wild. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Time flies when you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Bart Scott. You guys had basically the whole Ravens defense. That was it. You had the Scott, the Scott brothers or whatever they used to call them. Fun jet years. But you know, the Cowboys, man. Was, those like, were fun. I'll say they it again. Jerry Jones, 
I need, he needs to get, uh, he needs to quit. Go away. It's never going to happen, though. Never. Um, never, ever. I mean, would you? Would you quit? I wouldn't. If I was Jerry Jones? Nah, I'd be fucking. No. Nah. Well, he can't quit. He only, oh, you mean step down as general manager? Well, president, general manager, GM. Like, fuck off, dude. Like, do go get marketing deals and net cable TV shit. Like, <laughs> it's his toy. It's Cowboys are his toy. Like, would you quit fantasy football? Because that's what Jerry Jones is doing. He's just playing fantasy football. Yeah, like, yeah, with three people. <laughs> None of us uh, are on our teams, <laughs> no matter how bad you are. You know, the problem with Jerry Jones isn't necessarily the fact that he's the GM. It's the fact that he any coach he hires has to, like, answer to him. He doesn't, like, give the coach freedom, which is why Bill Parcells left. That's why Jimmy Johnson left. Good coach you know, any good. coach that, like, wants to stay – you know, we were supposed to get Sean Payton. Do you guys remember that? Like Sean Payton was yeah. supposed to come right. to True. Dallas. Because of the Parcells connection. Yeah. 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 I mean, he coached. Sean Payton used to be a coach for the Cowboys in like, the early that. 2000s. Yeah, Belichick and... was a coach for the Jets too. Yeah, for a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, he was a defensive coordinator for the Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. man. So, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. A lot of Cowboys bullshit in the, in the past. But I told you guys, I'm done. I'm like, I'm off the vein. I'm now... The Cowboys have moved from being the like Miami Heat in my life to being the like Miami Dolphins. Like if they do anything, it's great. But I'm not expecting them to be a great franchise ever again. I would, yeah, that's a good good expert. Prove me wrong. Yourself. I, I agree. Yeah. All right. Let's let's see what else we got to talk about here. Is there anything else from the week? We covered it. There's a lot of that was a lot I, of I just wanted to talk about the Browns, man. Browns. The Browns yeah, are eight and three. Okay. I think Baker Mayfield has really come out of himself. I haven't really been watching every Baker Mayfield every game. I don't know how well he's performing, I think but he's, he's not dropping. The, he's not blowing games. Dom, what were you gonna say? I think he's. I think that they are. Uh, they are very. They're the worst eight and three team I've seen. They're not gonna. They're not. Gonna, they're not in it for the long run. <laughs> okay. I, I just don't see it I, with the eyeball test. I'm like, when I watch them, I'm like, man, they are getting fortunate on some of these games. But you know what? They're a lot. They're they're one of the best Browns teams I've ever seen. So they got that going yeah. for them, right? Yeah, that's what's surprising. That's that's what. The jumps last out time I said this, the last time I said this was when the Bears were five and one, and I said they're the most fraudulent five and one team I've ever seen. They've lost five in a row since then. So let's right. see. If the the Browns might lose out now at this point. They might lose out, but I mean, eight and three just to get to that point in the season, like we're we're and at this Browns, point in the season, it's awesome. impressive. That's 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 really. It's good for the Browns, like just morale. Even, oh, you know, yeah. even if they blow it, at least they know. Like, look, we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I think Baker Mayfield's a much better actor than he is a quarterback. Those commercials are great. See, I agree with Dom on this. I agree. I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on both sides. I don't think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback either. And I think Terzo was on a couple weeks and he was like, I don't think Baker's good. I watched him miss some easy throws, some what should be easy. We talked about 20 guys in the league who can play quarterback. May, Baker Mayfield is not one of them. He's not. You one don't of think them. so? No. He really? Is, nope. He he has a big arm, but he is not accurate, and I don't think he ever will be. Honestly, mm. he he missed some really easy. That's why they went out and got these crazy receivers who get all kinds of separation or have like unbelievable. Well, care. they're like yak. They're really like more like yak, yak receivers. Guys, yeah. Like so, you got well Beckham gets separation right, and mm-hmm. he's got a crazy catch radius and great hands. Jarvis Landry's got a great catch radius, like he's and great hands. It's like because Baker is not that accurate, they have to give him these guys who can catch the ball anywhere, right? He happens to throw it, and that's why they're having some success. And also, the ground game is ridiculous. So, yeah, what, 
I'm a believer in the Browns running attack. They're fucking awesome. Chubb and Hunt are absolute studs. Both of them would be top five backs if they were on different teams, mm-hmm. uh, separate from one another. I'm saying not different from the Browns. Um, but they run the ball unbelievably well. They both catch the ball really well. And their defense is highly defense, underrated. Yeah. Dude, Miles mm-hmm. Garrett, they were talking about him being an MVP preseason. He has been playing lights out. He is hard to deal with on the defense yeah. of the ball. So I'm a Browns believer in the sense that I think they are an eight and three team. I think they're maybe a softish eight and three team, but they're not an easy out. But I'm also not a believer in Baker Mayfield, kind of like the Jets with Mark Sanchez. Like <laughs> it's just they're, yeah, they're a really good team. But Mark Sanchez was not your guy, right? Like Mark Sanchez, you just wanted to have him not lose you the game. And he did that. Yeah. Mark Sanchez was not a lo- he wasn't gonna lose you a lot of games. You know yeah, what I mean? He's a very, very average quarterback. Yeah. Under yeah. pressure, couldn't make good decisions. And if right. he had a solid line like in college, yeah, he could make all the throws. But he and- wasn't a decision maker under pressure. He wasn't he just wasn't yeah, he's butt fumble, man. Butt fumble. Yeah, Why are we bringing this up? I was told we weren't gonna bring up old Jets quarterbacks. <laughs> well, that, so that's how I see Baker, only slightly different, but like he can't make the throws, but he is athletic. He can pick up some stuff with his legs. He's going to get you some wins, but I don't think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl. Uh, he's just not good enough, I don't think. He's too inaccurate, too inconsistent. I don't know. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. That's true. If they don't let Baker do anything and they had the fucking Bucks defense from that year, yeah, Baker can win. Dude, any quarterback can win. <laughs> With that defense, if you don't, I will say Trent Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl the same way that the twelfth man on an NBA roster wins. A, a <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. That defense was winning regardless to who the quarterback sure. was going to be. And Jamal Lewis, and yeah, I mean, you yeah. need a supporting cast, but yeah, yeah, yeah not impossible. The Browns, the Browns could win a playoff game. I'll give them that because of the elements of yeah. running and defense. They could, yeah, win they're built for the playoffs with they're like kind of, that yeah. for sure. They are kind of built for the playoffs, but I don't think they're built to go deep, especially the AFC is tough this year. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they'll be in the playoffs. I think I'm not, um, I'm not saying they're, they're not going to make it. They're going to lose out. I don't see that happening. You think they'll, they'll, they'll come up over the Ravens. Uh, yeah, I do actually. And partly yeah. because of this game that's going to happen without Lamar Jackson. I don't, I just don't see. Yeah. It. Yeah. I think they're going to finish with a better record than the Ravens. Probably. I, they both could make the playoffs, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised because we got seven teams this year. Yeah, yeah. Seven teams making the playoffs in each conference. So they could. Is that moving forward? That's how it's going to be? Or yeah. that's just yeah. for this year? Just this year, no? No, no. I think it's going forward. I think they set this rule last year. I'm not sure, though. Um, it used to just be five, right? Six. No, it was six. Six. It was only six. Yeah. And now that now the, the second team's not going to get a bu- an extra bye week. Right. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And you know, I might do that in our fantasy league if we go up to 14 teams next year. Ooh. I might make it a seven-team playoff. One team gets a first-round bye, just like the NFL. I think it would be a nice little twist, right? I think that would be a – Look at this. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see how many teams we have next year because some teams could drop off. We'll see who we have. So, to- wait. So, now there's going to be three wild-card teams? Yes. Yeah, yeah three wild-card teams. Wow, wow, oh, yeah. wow. Okay, Which cool. means – and this was the one division that people were actually legitimately talking about this earlier in the year. It means the entire NFC West could get in theoretically. Think about that. The whole division in the playoffs. Now it's probably not going to happen. None of this matters whatsoever to a Jets fan. That's (laughs) awesome for you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's why I say the Patriots aren't out of it. Seven teams getting in, man. They could sneak in. Still possible. Cam gets hot. 
All right, let's talk about some uh, – there weren't a lot of injuries this week that really jumped out at me, but one thing that I did not realize had happened because the game was so bad, Gurley was out this week. Todd Gurley, mm. uh, knee injury. <laughs> Shocker, right? Gurley and Jones out. Who saw that coming? Uh, which Jones? Was it Julio Jones? Oh, Julio Jones. Sure, sure. Yeah, you're talking about Falcons. Um, right. Julio was out. That's a good point. I think he'll be back. Yeah, look what they did to the Raiders without those guys. Raiders. <laughs> they annihilated the Raiders. I don't, a lot of people didn't see that happening. But Gurley uh, being out was actually kind of fantasy relevant. And he may or may not be back this coming week. Um, so that's actually probably the most fantasy relevant um, injury news that's going on this week. Um, but we're going to go over because there are still bye weeks happening. So I think the Bucks are on a bye, the Panthers are on a bye, and maybe a couple other teams on a bye. So we got one more week of buys. We're going into the last week of fantasy. So we're going to talk some quick waiver targets. If you guys don't have anything else news wise, you want to talk about? Um, and these, so I'm going to go quarterbacks, three quarterbacks with good matchups this week. I don't remember exactly what they are, but Kirk Cousins had another great week last week. He played really well, got a lot of points, scored a lot of fantasy points for, I think, his second week in a row. And uh, I think he has a good match. I forget who he's playing next week, but they have a good matchup. Kirk Cousins is probably top, one of the top QB waivers. I know Derek Carr is coming off a bad game, but he does have the Jets next week. And Gruden is a game planning guy. <laughs> I think Derek Carr probably has a bounce back game, uh, especially with the way Gruden's coaching that team up. I think they're going to have, he's going to have a decent week. So I think maybe think about Carr as your villain and Phillip rivers next week has the Texans. That's a recipe for fantasy points all over the board. And cousins has the Jaguars Jaguars. Thank you. So all bad matchups, all bad defenses. Thank you, Dom. Um, all three of those guys probably primed for a pretty solid fantasy performance if you're looking for a sub or whatever it is that you have going on. Running backs. James White had a good week for the Patriots. Pass catching back, especially in PPR leagues. If you're in a PPR league, definitely think about James White if you need help. He's um, back. Damn it. He's back. He's been looking pretty solid. They look to him. They go to him. Cam loves him. Um, he's good. Along the lines of Gurley being out, Ido Smith for the Falcons had a big game. He put up like, I think, six, 17 points in our league, in a PPR league. Um, he's a talented back. He's worth keeping on your roster, picking up potentially. If Gurley is out again, he's a, definitely a flex play. Or I think he does back. that once a year. He's, he, you know, he's a talented guy, man. He Smith like, does that like one game a year. He goes nuts. And then I, I picked him up and then he sits on my bench. And then he sits does. on the bench. Right. And you would you just waiting for Gurley to get hurt basically with him? Yeah. As soon as Gurley gets hurt, Edo Smith is a playable guy. Um, so you got him potentially. Cam Akers also looked good for the Rams. Um, he broke out a he broke a yeah. long run, pretty fast. Um, Rams are so hard to like. It's so hard to pick. I have Malcolm Brown too, and he's just been sitting on my bench. I can't pull the trigger on him. You know. Three Rams running backs, and they're all good. Hard to trust. Yep. So. I, it looks like it has looked like Henderson's been their guy, but now Cam Akers might be emerging. So we'll see. Um, yeah, he's more of like a just dart throw if you need a running back desperately. Cam Akers mm -hmm. might be there. Wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton had a big game, and pairing with I forgot he I forgot he was in the league. A lot of people did. <laughs> but Good for had, him. Yeah, he had a real nice game. He seems like he's healthy. And Phillip Rivers is looking for him. And once again, they're going against the Texans defense. So either one of those guys could be a good play. Maybe some other, even some other uh, options on the Colts as well. 
how about Rashad Perriman and the Jets? Perriman has put together two or three good weeks in a row now for fantasy. I can't co-sign any Jets to be picked up on any team. I played Perriman in one of my leagues. I've been he's he's been sitting on my bench just marinating all season. <laughs> and I needed him to come in because Thielen was out with COVID. So I slid him into that lineup. He gave me 14, something like that, 12, 14, whatever. He's been pretty consistent. Uh Amison Crowder's also been pretty consistent. Is, is Crowder even in though? I think Crowder might have gotten hurt. I, don't know. I think he. I think he did. I think he played Crowder last week. Last week, uh, thirteen he, points. He's, he's points. In and out. He's Crowder. In. Uh, Crowder is less likely to be available on the waivers, though. Um, right. He is. So Perriman, I throw out there, and I threw out last week because he's available in a lot of leagues, um, mm. as well as their other the rookie uh, Mims, yeah. who also looks very good. Yeah. yeah he looks good. Uh, I just hope. <laughs> I just hope the Jets figure out what they're doing next year, because otherwise, it's just a waste of this guy's <laughs> career. Everybody on the Jets career, really. Um, so, but Perriman, I think, is a, is a good, legitimate, and maybe even Mims, good pickups potentially if you need a receiver. Renfro for the Raiders, poised to have a bounce-back game once again, playing against the Jets' defense, possibly a really good matchup there. Uh, he had a good game last week. And if Thielen is out again, which I don't know if he will be or not, but Chad Beebe had a really big week filling yeah. up here. Uh, for Thielen with the Vikings. So those it's interesting because those are all a couple of those guys, all three of those guys, you have the same quarterbacks and wide receivers that I'm looking at partly because of matchups, partly because of how they've been performing. So uh, good matchups and, and pretty good players to look at there. Tight end help. <laughs> God, we all need it. I've yeah. had Evan Ingram. I've been very fortunate uh, since <laughs> Sean Mullins has dropped every good player he's had. Um, Evan Ingram. <laughs> He's really, he's just been giving us players all year. It's amazing. But Evan Ingram has been great. If you are not fortunate enough to have somebody drop Evan Ingram in your league and you have been desperate for tight end help, Logan Thomas, Dalton Schultz, these are guys you probably maybe take a shot with if they're still there. But tight end has been tough. Uh, Tyler Eifert, another guy. I don't know if he's going to be available, but he had a pretty, he's had two good weeks. Where is he? Jacksonville? Where Jacksonville. Is he's he? the number one guy in Jacksonville. He had a touchdown. I played him in one of my leagues this past week uh, because no, I had Noah Fant, and I knew he wasn't getting any catches with the Broncos because yeah. he didn't have a quarterback. Yeah. Hey, actually, did he get the only catch? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he got the catch. He did get the one catch. You're right. Yeah, Fant got one catch. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. He's that good. He's that good. He doesn't even need a quarterback. He can get a catch. <laughs> now, Fant, Fant is not going to be available in any leagues, but Eifert might be. And Eifert, pretty good last couple weeks. Um, so I like that as a pickup for tight end if he's available still. All right. Now let's get to worst quarterbacks. This is the, the – one of the fun parts of the show, Dom. So what we do, we have an, uh, a season-long competition between myself, Lonnie, and Vital. And um, we, so we pick DraftKings every week for the Monday night game. Normally this week, it's going to be the Wednesday night game. But we, all, we play one DraftKings a week, and we pick the worst quarterback of the week. And we have points, and basically we have a bet going on where the, whoever comes in last has to get a henna tattoo somewhere. Oh, nice. whatever the winner wants. And we're going to have to post it. It's like, you have to show it in public. You have to post it on Facebook. You have to show it at a show. Whatever. So one of us is going to end up with probably a bunch of dicks, uh, henna tattooed somewhere on their body. And that's what we're playing for when we pick worst quarterbacks. Now, right now, Vital has the lead and I have been on a tear 
on both DraftKings and quarterbacks. So I've made up some ground on now. I'm now one point ahead of Lonnie going into this week. Um, so based on last week's standings, Vital finished last. His quarterback was actually disqualified. If your quarterback gets benched uh, or gets hurt before the game starts, non-COVID related, your quarterback is disqualified. That happened to Vital last week. So he got first pick on the quarterback uh I, which did we tell you we're, we call it? I'd rather have Kaepernick than that's the, that's what the, is it? the second. I'd rather have Kaepernick than, and then we pick the quarterback. So basically we, I would rather have Kaepernick than this guy and every week in fantasy. And it pretty much always works out. Batal went with Matt Ryan against the saints. A oh. bold, bold move. However, two weeks ago, Matt Ryan got negative points against the saints. So he's kind of banking on them still having Ryan's number. Uh, but what Matt Ryan did last week would make me think twice about him. Uh, Lonnie, did you look at any of the matchups? Because I have. I did. Some. I did. I'm going to pick the uh, the Cincinnati quarterback against Washington. All right. So you're going with Brandon Allen, right? You have to give me the name because we. <laughs> you're assuming that he's going to play again, right? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't he? I don't know, man, but there's yeah, it's a couple yeah, times. Dolphins, though, no? I mean, Jake Luton, but Vital picked Jake Luton last yeah, week. Yeah, he got, he got benched. benched yeah. Mike so just so you know, and, and as of right now, it does look like he's going to be the guy, but he didn't do very well last week. So, <laughs> so Brandon Allen. All right. So that means yeah, they, the Bengals are playing the Dolphins this week, though. Yes, they are. Dolphins. Oh, so, they are? I thought, oh, I, you know what? I might have looked at the wrong. Week. All right, so do you want, I have I have the list. I have a pretty good list here. So we've got so the Giants quarterbacks are a questionable situation. They're playing the Seahawks. Daniel Jones may or may not play. It might be Colt McCoy. Right now they don't know because it's a hamstring with Daniel Jones. Colt McCoy. <laughs> um, let's see who else we have. Alex Smith against the Steelers is also one that I'm looking at. And then of course Sam Darnold, one of our favorites. The Jets are always favorite picks of ours. For worst quarterback, Tom. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame that one at all. Um, Darnold's been. Who are they playing? A lot. Darnold they're playing, playing Vegas, the Raiders. Vegas, they're playing the Raiders. Raiders defense isn't great. Don't overlook. Uh, is is Mullins still the quarterback for, oh, for the Niners? That's right. Mullins is playing. The and Bills. Dalton is going against the Ravens, but he might know them. Who knows? Yep. But wait. Mullins, wait uh, so Mullins is playing. Uh, Mullins and the Niners are playing the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. Is it, there's some tough ones this week. You got um, Carson Wentz. He sucks against anybody, so it doesn't matter. I heard, them, they, I heard that Jalen Hurts has been getting first-team be uh, first snaps. Yeah, he was getting first-team snaps, but they say it's just because they run some trick plays with him. I don't know. It's, it's all convoluted coming out of Philly right now. Um, but Wentz didn't look that bad. They, they had a chance to beat the Seahawks last night, and he did score some fantasy points. I'll be I don't honest. think he's as bad as everybody says he is. He's just he's, – You know – I'm coming around. I'm coming around a little bit to that. After last night's game, I I think I might kind of agree. He's not as bad as everybody thinks. And they, they gave his stats from last year, and he did well last year. So I didn't realize how good of a season he had last year. Um, but his team sucks. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with Sam. I'm gonna go with Darnold. You're All right, Darnold against Vegas. Okay. Woo! Oh man, we've had Darnold on. We've had a Jets quarterback almost. Dom, I got to tell you this. So one week, a few weeks ago, it was I had the first pick, and I forget who I picked. I picked somebody. 
both Vital and Lonnie picked Jets quarterbacks because we didn't know which one was going to play. <laughs> one of them picked Flacco, one of them, knowing that if their quarterback didn't start, they were disqualified. They still both picked the it Jets. It was worth the risk. It was worth the risk. And they did bad. I forget who it was. They did bad. I, I picked Flacco and he didn't start. That's right. <laughs> God, is it, this is a tough week. I wanted Darnold. I'm going to be honest with you. And then there's Drew Locke, who may or may not be back against Kansas City. Oof. Yeah, but we, <laughs> we have no idea if he's going to play or not. They're still it's in true. COVID protocol. God damn. All right, you know what? I think I'm going to take – oh, so tough. I'm going to take Nick Mullins against the Bills. I think the Bills force him into some trouble. That's my pick. Yeah, they're playing in Arizona, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're going to be. That's a good point. They are well, they're playing at home. Yeah, wherever they're playing. Yeah, no, you're right. They are playing in Arizona, so they're that's that can't help their team. That's <laughs> as far as preparation goes. It's going to throw maybe throw them off a little bit, but they're also not in Buffalo either. But yeah, I mean, all right, okay. So we got some some good uh, Dom. Who you got? Let's give throw you in here now you don't have to get a henna tattoo of, of dicks anymore the worst quarterback this week what do you got well, give me so we've got matt ryan darnold and mullins who are you taking cam newton cam, cam <laughs> newton who's who are they playing they're playing who cares who cares you're taking Patriots suck now it's all yeah. over cam looks like a shell of himself he, does he looks like, <laughs> i mean he looks like stiff he doesn't look like he doesn't look right I'm glad we're not putting money. I'm, I'm, I wish we were putting money on this, actually. And he dresses like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> he does dress weird. All right. So does anybody – let's talk about tomorrow night's game since we don't have a game tonight. Uh, do you guys need anything tomorrow night's game? We talked a little bit about what we Yeah, need. I need 21 points from Chase Claypool. Yep. I also – need you to have 21 points from Chase Claypool because I need Vital to lose this week. Uh, Vital is my main competition. We are like neck and neck. Uh, if I'm going to sneak into the playoffs and realistically, like any of us getting into the playoffs, will be backing in, um, sliding in under the radar, whatever. I need you to beat Vital this week. I don't need, I already, I'm up 20 points and I have the Steelers defense. So I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> go. All right. Okay. Uh, who do you guys got in tomorrow's game? We already talked to, did we already decide? Steelers, no chance. Ravens are going to win. What do you think? I, I, I'm taking the steel. Where is the game? In Baltimore? Or in Pittsburgh? I think it's in Baltimore. Is it in Baltimore? Either not sure. I'm taking the Steelers. I, think the I Steelers. am also taking the Steelers. Steelers all the way. All right. Um, did you fill out DraftKings yet, Lonnie? Or did you not look at that yet? Uh, no, I have not filled it out yet for okay. tonight. I, we're not counting the one from last week, from last night? No, because it was just you and me. That's all. Okay. Know. Yeah. Okay. So, DraftKings, we'll figure that out. Fill that out tonight. Try, try and fill it out tonight because – the game is going to sneak up on us at three forty. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, All right. I already picked mine, but I'm not going to tell you my, who my – I don't want to give you <laughs> Let's show your hand. Yeah. Um, and, Dom, if you want to play DraftKings, do you have DraftKings? Are you a DraftKings? Oh, no, I have, I have FanDuel. But I can FanDuel, make... okay. Well, yeah. we're on DraftKings. If you want to join in after fantasy season, we're gonna, I'm going to start running, like, weekly um, just DraftKings tournaments for us, for whoever wants to play. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Through. Um, so yeah, sign up, get yourself a DraftKings account. We'll do, I don't know, we'll do like five. I, think I have an account to be honest. I just don't use Probably. it, but I'll, I'll check it out. But yeah, we'll do, we'll do like $5 tournaments every week, just between, you know, everybody we know or whatever, everyone who's in the league and 
potentially. Um, oh, one thing I did do this week is I started posting. So right now, as of right now, I think I'm seven and two. I do four team teasers. I mentioned it earlier in like in the season, four team teasers where you got to pick four teams, but you get plus 13 points for every single team, but you got to hit all four and it's 50. If you win 75, if you lose, so you got to win three out of five to break even. Right now, I'm seven and two on the season, I think. And I only bet 50, small, small time. But I'm seven and two. If the Steelers, the Steelers, I have the Steelers plus eight. So if the Steelers don't lose by more than eight, I will have hit my eighth now teaser out of 10 for this year. And I've been very consistent with this for like four years. I've, I've won every year or at least last year I broke even, but every other year I've been up like a couple hundred at least. So I started posting those on our Facebook page and our Instagram account. So if anybody was looking for some fun action to play a little bit of, you know, gambling, I'm going to keep doing the teasers all the way until I feel like I don't like the teaser anymore. I don't start teasers until week three, because I don't know what's going to happen week one and two, week three or four, I'll start doing teasers and then I'll stop as soon as I don't feel good about like a playoff game or something like that. So anyway, if you did play the teaser that I posted on Facebook and, and Instagram, all we need is the Steelers plus eight and we're winners this week. So congratulations and look for next week's teaser. I'm probably, uh, I'll probably put it up on Thursday or maybe tomorrow night after the Steelers game, um, because hopefully we'll have odds out by then, but look for next week's teaser. If you don't already, please follow us on Facebook, fantasy TE. We have a Facebook page, post memes, post, uh, I post the link to our web, uh, YouTube channel. Every time we put a new episode out, on Instagram account, I've been putting up funny clips from all of our episodes, past episodes, future episodes, uh, anything that we have. Put little clips up there, little promos, stuff like that. We'll let you know when we're going to be on air. Next week, Lonnie, can we do Tuesday again? Because there's another Tuesday night game. Sure. All right. Tuesday night. I think right, Tuesday next week. Tuesday next week. I think it might be Baltimore and Dallas is the Tuesday uh, flex because of the Baltimore Wednesday game. I think yeah. yeah. To Tuesday night. <laughs> Um, so we'll probably be normally we're Monday night football at five 30 next week though. We're going to do Tuesday night. So stay tuned. That's another way you can keep track of when we're going to be on air. If you want to watch us live, thank you guys for watching us live. Um, what else? Oh, let's do some promos besides our show. Do you guys have anything coming up? Dom, I know you have a lot of stuff that you do. Tell us. Hey, yeah, I, I got, uh, I got to make dinner for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do though. Tomorrow night at uh, Copper Blues in West Palm Beach, I did to host uh, Yours and Dom's trivia. It's the funnest trivia you'll ever play in your life. I swear to God, or your money back. By the way, it's free. That's <laughs> at uh, eight o'clock. And then uh, every Monday, I do uh, Tin Roof Delray Beach. That's at seven thirty. Every Monday, but the last. So last night I didn't do it because la- uh, it was the last Monday of the month. They sure, do yeah. I'm just yeah, trying to have- get, just trying to get invited to one of those. Yeah, and then Thursday nights at Swamp Grass Willie's, nine o'clock, late night comedy, open mic. Anybody can come out to Palm Beach Gardens. All right, and then what about the uh, the American Legion show? I did the last one with you. American Legion, to be honest with you, December has been that um, they're they're going to be canceling all their events for December because of what's going on with COVID. Sure. They're going to try to re jumpstart everything in January. So okay, we'll, we're going to we'll stay tuned with the American Legion. But yeah, Friday one Friday of. Uh, Every month I do trivia there, and one Saturday every month we do a comedy show. Nice. Uh, do you have a separate page for Dom's trivia yet? I you- don't. I'm working on it. My wife <laughs> was supposed to make it, and she didn't because I can't. I can't <laughs> trust her to do anything I ask. So, <laughs> All right. Well, if uh, 
So if anybody does want to check out your trivia events, they can follow you, Dom Nessie. Follow me on Facebook, yeah, Dom Nessie. Um, I'm on Instagram at uh, Dom underscore com underscore, I believe. I'm not even that 100% sure. I don't Yeah, you are. That's don't follow me, so I don't know. Okay, cool. So any uh, trivia nights, open mics, West Palm, follow Dom. Go check those out. They're super fun. Uh, Come have a drink with me. We'll have a good time. Theme. They're all. They're usually theme trivia nights too, right? Typically, typically. Tomorrow we're doing a general trivia just okay. to just to keep things loose. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. And Lonnie, uh, <laughs> anything? I know you said Miami comedy is oof, like kind of maybe should be. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm chilling. I'm. I'm in solitary confinement. So solitary confinement. I'll, uh, I'll be here for a little while for for Lonnie. Yeah. Um. I've got a show on Friday night. I'm doing Jesse's Extreme Sports Bar in Margate. Uh, it's hosted by Brett Morris. So I'll be doing that show with uh, a couple other, Elijah, I think Perry Sack. Uh, trying to remember who else. I have a few other really good comedians. Should be a fun show. Friday night, Margate, Jesse's Extreme Sports Bar. And, uh, and then next Tuesday, Right after the podcast, uh, I'm doing an open mic as well in Pompano Beach, second and fourth Tuesdays at the Awanakava Lounge in Pompano Beach. Um, so anybody who wants to come check that out, it's a fun time. It was really good. Good last time. A lot of good comics showed up. Yeah, I heard it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was great. Kevin Benoit told me he had a lot of fun there. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. We had real people listening to comedy. It was, it was better than some shows. Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully looking to build on that momentum and it's an early mic for Tuesday night. So we start at seven 30. So, you know, you, wow. can, you can come tell some jokes to some, a good set of the Kava bar hit, hits, hits real nice. It's, <laughs> it's, you know what it, it did. It was the best people said, I'm not saying people have been saying best Kava bar open mic they've ever been to. So <laughs> for whatever that's worth, I believe them. Yeah. So that check that out next Tuesday and I'll, I'll tell, I'll promo it again, but if you guys want to come down or whatever, what else? Uh, all right. So if you guys want to listen to us, thank you. All of our viewers watch us on YouTube, our YouTube channel, this episode, this live will be up until I replace it with the edited episode version. Um, I don't change a whole lot. Maybe, you know, cut some of the jet stuff out now. Don't put out any of my beautiful words. <laughs> What's that? Don't cut out any of my beautiful words, please. None of Dom will be cut. None of Dom Thank will be cut. Thank you so much. Um, and you can also listen to oh. us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and a bunch of other Anchor and a bunch of other sites. So if you listen to podcasts in those places, download us, listen to us, follow us, like us, rate us well, wherever you can. And tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody who you're beating in fantasy. Hey, you want to get better? Don't listen to those guys. Um <laughs> that's about it i think thanks uh, so much for having me i really appreciate it thanks for coming man we i can't wait we'll have you again whenever you want you just let me know when you got a monday off or whatever we'll get you on maybe we'll do a, a, a playoff special with you and we're definitely we're gonna get you in the league next year for sure so the jets won't be there i'll have a lot of free time so that's right, that's right. <laughs> thanks again right. for having me fellas nice to meet you buddy yeah, yeah.